Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Rungan Radio. This is Post Todd Stock 2. The song you just heard, of course, was Fade Away. We might talk about that a little bit more tonight. Those are comments from Todd at Todd Stock 2. Hope you got to hear them. If not, check out the archives. Good that, stuff. You did a great Rundgren. job on that. That, fact, that sounded that? great. Yeah, cool, huh? As a matter of fact, it gave me uh, an idea to get this show started, Cruiser Mel, because it kind of came to, um, I don't know, fruition, I guess, that what Todd was asking for, people realized it, and they did a good job of putting it together, and he said that, and he said it was exactly what he wanted. Of course, if you didn't know, he was asking for a Burning Man-type situation where people created and did things and artistic things and set up tents and all that good stuff, and so Mel and I did our best to try to remember everything that was Burning Man-like, I guess, if you will, <laughs> arts and crafts, giveaways, whatever, and believe it or not, we came up with 50, so we may be missing some, and we may be missing some names, but we're going to do our best to try to let the listeners know exactly what it was, and for those who weren't there, who were there, Go down memory lane right quick. Now, we're just going to keep it short because I know some of this we're going to get into detail as the show goes on. So if we start detailing it now, we won't be able to get it all out. So without but further feel free to call in if you want to talk about something in particular that we mentioned, okay? Yes, we got two hours. So in about five, ten minutes, we'll hopefully we'll get through this whole list of 50 different things. Again, this is what happened at Todd Stock that was created by fans that was – for lack of a better term, uh, Todd's wish because it was like Burning Man. It was, you know, create your own thing, do your own thing, which, as Michelle said in an interview in an article, you know, Todd Stock 1 was totally different in the fact that, you know, Todd and Michelle came up with pretty much everything. So this time Todd said, I want the fans to do it, and boy, did they deliver. So without further ado, Cruiser Mel, let's get started. But one thing before that, one Rungan Radio note, we have busted one million listeners on Yay! How crazy is that? So That's thank awesome. you for the fans and people who are listening, fans of Todd, of course, and people who listen to Rungren Radio. You guys love Todd. <laughs> That's for damn sure, as do we. So without further ado, let's go into Todd Stock 2. I'm going to give you a rundown of a few things here, and they're not in any particular order or preference. It's just what started popping out of my mind from looking on the Internet and memory and everything else. So some are kind of out of order and all that, but um, we'll get into details for anybody that has questions or concerns wants to call in at 646-716-9262. If you want to call in and tell your Todd Stock story, that's great. We will be happy to share that with folks. All right, so the list begins with fireworks. Fans, of course, uh, raised the money for it. Bruce Whetstone headed that up, did a fireworks show. Buttons, pins, whatever you want to call them, and uh, plastic cups. Those were given out, custom-made Todd Stock. Teresa Tedrick, I know, did that. Kelly Davis, Karen Ammon, Ray, bon- Ray and Liz Bong, Mark Wooden, to name a few. Also, toothbrushes, custom-made for Todd Stock. Unfortunately, I did not grab one because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but Mark Wooden did that, the dentist. Posters from A-Watts, 200 of them we brought. Rungan Radio, we gave those out. People grabbed them all, and a lot of people got them signed. 
Intersection movie was shown. That was, of course, our Rungan Radio again, and uh, we might talk about that a little later. That's a movie Todd was in in 72. Roadie Help. There was a big list of people that helped out with the this, this show uh, Sunday night, which is Todd's state show. That was Kurt, CLB's husband, of course. Y'all know Kurt. Uh, Jens Trode, Drew Tamaki, who wore a Rungan Radio shirt every day of Todd Stock. Props to Drew, the new master pimp. Dave Cornelio, Peter... Robinder, Saul Mundy, Scott Wirtz, Joe Greisler, Michael Baird, and Tom Davidson, Thirsty Brewer, Alexia Obuski. They all helped, and uh, we watched them. I know they were doing a lot. Um, of course, Bruce Whetstone was in on that as well. He was a major role, played a major role in that. So props to you guys. We had a volleyball net set up. I don't know if somebody brought that, if it was property of the not away, but um, that was actually George, uh, George Chris Voris's boyfriend. He brought it? Yep. Excellent. Yeah, I know he set it up, so props to George for volleyball, bringing volleyball. Todd ended up referee, and that was a big hit. Uh, Fade Away, which you just heard, um, was a deal where fans um, presented, uh, you know, started off with a couple, I would say, pros that started singing it, and the fans took over, and Todd got involved. That was Karen Ammon. Uh, you've probably seen that on Facebook. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, some. Uh, there was a Roger Powell book to get signed that it was 40 years of, of his first album, uh, Cosmic Furnace, and that was put together by Devin Chuck Wiggins. A lot of people signed that, including Todd, who put Looking Forward to the Disco Jets reunion. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did he now? Oh, my. Yep. There was a Toddograph book, which was um, notes, autographs to Todd and Michelle that fans you know, were supposed to sign. Catherine Sowers, I believe, came up with that and had a friend of hers, um, man in the, the uh, store on that, who I uh, name has escaped me. Uh, it's uh, Lori's, but, hey, Doug, it was Lori Stewarty. Okay, Lori Stewarty uh, manned that, man that book and did a great job. I know a lot of people signed that. And there was a pinata, of all things, that Barb Wirtz, or Barb Pappas Wirtz, depending on how you look at it, it's on Facebook. Um, Todd, she had that out for Todd. Todd had to bust it, which uh, took a little while, but uh, it was fun to watch, that's for sure. And... There was a Tiki Hut put together. It had music and all kind of things that uh, Dode uh, Pritchett did. Of course, Dode was you know, uh, his usual stuff at these camps. He was a big hit, a lot of fun. Cruiser Mail, what else we got? Well, speaking of, of having a bar on site, uh, in addition to the Tiki Hut, there was that uh, kegerator deal that had six different types of beers and, I don't know, three or four wines that Tom and, and Sue Davidson had uh, in a very secret location so that Nottaway wouldn't find out. Uh, Ruth Ann Karch, of course, had some beautiful origami cards, you know, the paper folding art was beautiful. Pippi held a writing class that I totally forgot about, but um, I'm sure it was very piptastic. Of course, we got, we have to mention there was a fan band. Um, I, it sort of looked like uh, at one point everybody got up there, at least for a few seconds of fame, but uh, for the most part it was... Jeffrey DeSera, Bruce Whetstone, Don Sloven, and Tom Barrow. Um, we had six RVs on site, um, probably 20, maybe even more tents on site. Uh, that I don't know how people slept out in that heat, but whatever. I'm not going to complain. It wasn't me. Uh, Ronnie Temple was doing portraits of every utopian that was there. Apparently he's working on some kind of project that we maybe need to get some more information on, but I think it's going to be a book of some sort. 
there was an impromptu drum circle one night that included Prairie and Don Sloven and Susan Leonard. Um, a, a lot of people were banging around <laughs> on their tables. Uh, of course, there was the the uh, trip to the Ninth Ward to the youth orchestra for the fundraiser and performance, and that was all organized by Gene Lakowitz uh, with with a lot of help from Ed Victor. Uh, oh, we got to have the A Watts movie premiere. Finally, it is it is almost tweaked entirely, but we got to see what the product was up to that point. And of course, we have to thank Todd Rundgren himself, Ed Victor, and Bill Chapman for that. And that was really lots of fun. It really brought everyone back to A Watts one back in uh, 09. Uh, Laura Dems put together a birthday video montage that was fantastic. Uh, I knew that she had uh, gotten some fans to send in videos, but we got to have Hank LeConte from uh, the Agora in Cleveland, um, various other people. Um, what was that, Michael Stanley? Was that him in the video, I think? Wishing birthday wishes to Todd. It was awesome. It was really good. Um, the... Toddstock Fairies, Laura Dems, Monica Eakin, and Nancy Sackmar did a little spa pamper day with Michelle. And they rubbed her feet, fed her grapes. Uh, I think they had a cocktail or two, some sort of magic fairy dust, who knows. And they did her makeup and hair, and she was just gorgeous Saturday night. So thanks to those ladies for helping the, the anniversary girl out that day. And Jim Snyder put together a, a little photo and autograph signing session so that uh, Todd wouldn't have to be bothered all week. So that was kind of nice. It was held in the white ballroom in the mansion on, uh, was that Saturday afternoon or Friday? I don't know, but it was great that he put that together and everybody got their their picture with Todd and Michelle. Yeah, Jim Snyder put that together, gave everybody a four by six. I think he'll be calling in later to talk about some more details on that. There was a Lucite clear guitar, I guess. I don't know how you want to phrase it, that uh, EJ did. Um, EJ Haas raised money for that from fans, and uh, it had some neon lights in it. It was pretty cool, uh, very cool, actually. Todd got that. He seemed to like it, so hopefully we'll see him play that soon. There was a Magic Dragon Theater deal. I think Dode brought that, but it was a, a blow-up, um, you know, like a kid's bouncy thing. Um, there was the, G, the Geodome, but that was a pound fail. Uh, no instructions. They couldn't figure out how to get it done. But put forth a good effort, though. I don't know who sent that in. There was a pyramid made out of aluminum. I think Kurt sent that in. Uh, fake mustaches somebody was passing out. I'm not sure who did that. That was during um, the firework deal. Mod, of course, was doing her art, body art, paint, face paint, etc. There was some yoga. I think Betty Mance was doing that. I'm not sure. Some yoga in the morning. Uh, massages happening by Betty Mance. There were, uh, another fun thing, we had uh, shipped some AWOT shirts from the uh, Akron show to the Ninth Ward. All the kids wore those. You've probably seen photos. Uh, Rungan Radio, of course, did that for the orchestra, Ninth Ward Orchestra deal. That was um, fun seeing them in those shirts. We had handheld fans, which uh, two different kinds that Mary Manick did. They were uh, One was battery-operated and one was a hand fan. We had temporary tattoos. Uh, Lloyd Mimsic also did some uh, hand fans, some custom-made. They had Todd stock on them, very nice stuff. Temporary tattoos, not sure who brought those. And Karen Ammon, again, she made a special 
hat. kind of looked like the orchestra hat, Mel, from our ad. A uh, hat with stuff on it for Todd for his birthday, and that was fun. There's a lot of photos of that on Facebook. Yeah, he was wearing that during the fadeaway. Uh, yeah, sing along the fadeaway deal. We got. Well, that's only we're only 36 people we're going to 50. Cruiser Mail. What else we got? Y'all got to be patient. We'll get we'll get to it all. Um, Yoshino from Japan gave a lovely kimono to Todd that he was also wearing that that evening during happy hour and dinner with his new hat. Uh, Don Slovin put together a Mardi Gras parade. Unfortunately, I missed it because that was during our show this time last week. So I didn't get to see it, but I heard a lot about it, and it sounds like it was fun, and they were chanting and stuff. Uh, Gene Lakowitz put together these little packages of Avery Island mash, which I think is something has something to do with Tabasco, but it's powdered, and you're supposed to put it in your crab boil or whatever. I think you were going to have it on crab legs tonight, right? That is correct. Was it good? good? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vicky Sharao, and I, I I apologize if I'm mess, messing up your name, but Vicky from Canada put together a flash mob dance to Couldn't I Just Tell You, and I think it was a smashing hit. Todd and Michelle were mimicking our moves by the end of the song, and it was great. Lots of people brought Mardi Gras beads. I think even the last night, finally, a, a, a big bucket of Mardi Gras beads came out that someone had forgotten to pass out for Tuesday night. Uh, there were Toddstock flags. Uh, Deb Wiggins did personality entograms. You came up with that idea. I don't know what that is. Do you, I missed that, apparently. What was way that? To find out, there's like five different personality uh, names, and it's the way to find out where, where you stand on it, you know, different type of personalities. Unobserved okay. an example, stuff like that. Michelle, oh, okay. It's cool okay. stuff. Um, I put together a ghost hunt that was a, a big success. Um maybe almost too much of a success because there were so many of us that went that it was kind of hard to, you know, get everyone's footsteps to quiet down when we were walking around. But um, I think we, we felt some activity going on. I don't, I definitely did. And uh, so I'm happy to tell my experience if I can, if you want me to later. There were customized uh, Toddstock 2 magnets that Kim Hofstetler did. And they're really cool. They have the you know the logo with with Todd in his old fashioned clothes. I, I forgot to see if he had the mustache on or not. Uh, we actually learned something. Alan Miro put together a botany class, something to do with the elusive amaryllis or something. And um, so we got a little edumacating during the week. Uh, Vicky Charal, the one that put together the flash mob, passed around these bandanas that you could soak in cold water and wrap around your your neck to keep you cool. It had some sort of, I don't know, some sort of chemical inside there or something. And let's see, Susan St. James. Well, one of the first things that appeared during the week were these beautiful embroidered koozies that she made and passed around. So uh, hopefully everybody got one of those. What else very you got, Very nice, Doug? very nice. Woo! That's a lot of stuff, Cruiser Mail. We're down There's to still a couple more, aren't there? Oh, there's more. There's always more. When we probably left something out, we might have left names out, so hopefully call in if we did, but we're trying to break it down so everything gets mentioned. That's why we're moving fast. Two more. Mingo, crazy Jill Mingo, body painted <laughs> herself into a tiki, and it was wild. A living, but breathing tiki. She did wear you know, coconut bra and some 
shorts, but uh, totally brown, like a wood carving, like a tiki's supposed to be. It was crazy wild. And last but not least, and again, we had this in no particular order, there were chant lessons by Don Sloven, and I think they were kind of customized to Todd Stock or Todd songs. So there you go. If you were concerned or thinking that the fans wouldn't pull off a Burning Man-type deal, now you know that you were wrong. <laughs> they they sure did. And as you hey, heard, a couple of people have come up with a couple of more ideas. Bruce Whetstone, again, put together those, I guess you call them banners, that were up of Todd kissing, and so you could... Wow. On the, uh, on the receiving end of that kiss, if you wanted to be, so that, forgot that was about the kiss. Hmm? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think it may have been before you got there, Doug. But uh, Tammy, Amy, Tom, and Tammy, Amy um, made these beautiful lavender-scented purple satin pillows that you put on your eyes and supposed to cure what ails you. In fact, I, I think I may have to go find mine and put mine on my head tonight. But uh, they smell like everybody fabulous. needs those. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, there's, of course, there was a flip chart that had all the activities of the day on it, and uh, that was a big part of the deal. It was in the, in the breakfast room. So, all right, so we want to make sure, if because if we went too, into too much detail, we might miss something. So that's everything we can think of. If we miss something, just let us know. So we'll, we can start taking calls now if you want to get into details or tell us about your experience. But while we wait, Cruiser Mail, let's kind of explain how how it worked. Uh we had <laughs> Pippi's remind us that we did a live show from Todd Stock. That is true. We can add that to the list. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a big air conditioned tent, which almost felt like a building to me. You don't even think about it really as being a tent. You know, it's a, high, a, a room with a high ceiling, but it was in fact a tent. There was a full you know bar set up in there. Uh, maybe that was a hell. Was that a building? Now I think about it. It was. It was a tent, but it sure looked like it's permanently attached there. Yeah, it had, you know, uh, bathrooms in it for both men and women. It had a little break room where the Todd store set up. It had, you know, a long table where we did buffet dinners every night. And oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought you were talking about the tent. What? That's the main meeting room where dinner was. What was that? That was the dining hall. That's what I called it. It was called Randolph's. Well, what was the air-conditioned tent? I don't think it had a name. It was just the air-conditioned tent. Where the show was? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. They were in different places. All right, there you go. Now you know. So we had this big building, uh, the Randolph Room, where the only air-conditioned, really true air-conditioned, that tent wasn't that air-conditioned, was really air-conditioned, very cold in there, nice place to go take a break. And and, um, um, one side of it was this tent where the concert was. The other side was Dode's Tiki Bar and a water fountain, and then a bunch of the cottages. And if you walk a little bit straight down, you got to see where the volleyball was and participate in that. Um, of course, there was a, uh, across the street a big old thing of water. You had to walk up to the top to see to, uh, up a hill. You've probably seen some photos of that. And one night we actually had the super moon out while we were up there. Mm-hmm. The um, There was a front office. To the right of that was where the tent setup was. It was a great location for tents. Um, they because they had a big tree, beautiful tree, several trees with shade, and it, you could see the levee from there. Um, I know it was a levee. <laughs> <laughs> you could see, you, you couldn't see it from there, but you could see the hill to get to it. You had to walk up the hill to get to it. So um, it was really nice, and that's actually where they did the fireworks. So 
Uh, that's the best way I guess I can describe it, Cruiser Mail. I'm sure there right. was other stuff. Yep. There was, um, you know, outside portalettes and showers for the campers. Uh, there was a store inside the main office where people could buy stuff, and they played Todd music the whole time, which was very nice. The whole time. Anytime you went in there, you heard Todd music. Yeah, uh, I wondered if the uh, the woman that was working in that gift shop, if she was pretty happy once we were gone. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she'll she'll become a fan now. Depends on what, uh, yeah, they probably loved it. Who knows? The bartender at the uh, in the Randolph room, which I thought was a tent, which I now realize is a room, uh, was actually showed up for the Sunday night show. Came with some fans and appeared appeared to have a very good time. The Sunday show, I mean, yeah, the Sunday show in New Orleans at the House of Blues. So that was kind of cool. Get some new fans. It was yeah, and um, the some of the staff uh, they wore the Todd Stock T-shirts during the week, and at one point. They took them all home and tie-dyed them, so they were pretty pretty funky looking. I liked them. Yeah, yeah. They took some of the um, the shirts and they had a, um, I guess a trailer truck kind of thing where the bar was outside of the Randolph room that had just beer, draft beer. I knew I was in. I knew I was going to have it made, which is one reason why I got buildings and tents confused because they had one of my favorite beers on draft, a Beta, which is a local. Louisiana beer, Purple Haze, which has a little raspberry hint to it. Uh, lovely stuff. So they it was actually very reasonable, especially for hotels, $3 after the two-hour happy hour to get a beer, which was a great deal. And um, I don't know how much other stuff was because that's all I would buy if I bought anything. Or you could just go out and make your own, or you could just go get some from Tom, Thirsty Brewer from the Kegerator, which was Pretty badass, and I uh, had like six different choices, and the, some of the beer was, well, I say some because I didn't try all of them, was great. I mean, the beer was really good. It was it would create a good hangout for people. They had to set it up um, kind of towards the back of the cottages in a sort of hidden location so it wasn't obvious what was going on because they weren't, you know, it was competing, I guess, with the folks selling beer. But uh, it worked out, and it was a party spot. Some people would go there and then come back to the Randolph room or to the tents, go back and forth, you know, kind of deal. So that was cool, very cool. And um, I don't know what other pictures to paint, Cruiser. Now, there were some cottages that had, you know, I think it was 307 maybe where Karen and them were. They set up some, uh, you know, flags and stuff and were always outside. Somebody was always outside there, and they were giving stuff away. And it was a fun place to hang out. I think Todd ended up, Todd and Michelle were next to them. And next to that was Jesse and Prairie and that, and that bunch, uh, because they had um, kitchenettes. That's why they wanted to stay in those particular places, as you learned if you were in on the live show from Todd Stock too. There were lots of um, little porch parties that would pop up here and there during the week, and um, I mean, okay. it was sometimes it was a really, you know, united, fun, happy, energetic thing, and then there was this chill that was great that in my opinion that at night it would cool off and and people would just i mean they'd stay up and probably talk too loud and keep people awake too much but um it was <laughs> it was wonderful and the grounds were absolutely gorgeous did you see all the little fountains and little lakes and things mm-hmm. just beautiful yes i my hat's off to the Nottaway plantation and its staff 
they were really great about um, turning their heads when when need be, shall I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone yep, got yep. to do what they wanted to do. I think a few people went off site too for certain things. There were several people that went on swamp tours. Uh, of course, people had to go to the Best Western that were staying there for things. I uh, got to play golf with uh, Poe Boy and Jim Snyder, like at Todd Stock One, and we also added Randy Rundgren and Prairie Prince, and we had a blast. It was a little hot, but we went up to Baton Rouge and played. So uh, there was a tour of Walmart, apparently, by Karen, some other people. But uh, anyway, that's the basic stuff. We're going to start getting into detail soon, you know, break down some of these things that were pretty big deals. And before we do that, maybe somebody else can do a better job of it. We got a call from area code 815. What you got? What's happening? What up, Snyder boy? I was just going to say, this sounds like Jim Snyder. <clears throat> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hey, it was very good. I, hey. I, uh, I hope everybody... Uh, <laughs> I have an amazing ability to state the obvious. I, 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 um, I'm, I'm sure everybody enjoyed it, you know? Absolutely. I got I got the three things that I was expecting. <clears throat> okay. To relax, mm-hmm. to have fun... And to hang out with some cool people. Yep. And they got music on top of it, you know? (laughs) Yep. Isn't that cool? That was very cool. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to call in because I had a number of people kind of send stuff to me and kind of talk to me about my little picture thing on Sunday or on on, um, Saturday afternoon. And... uh, I, the the outpouring of people that were excited about it was just it just it just made me feel so wonderful about doing it and uh, it was it was a good thing. Did you choose that that room because it really made the pictures really bright and I love um, it. You know, I'd certainly like to take credit for that. <laughs> um, up until uh, I don't know, up until probably late. Friday night. We really didn't know where we were going to do it at. Um, we kind of talked about doing it on the front porch, and then we talked about doing it in the courtyard by, you know, where, like, there were trees and bushes and all kinds of stuff like that, which was kind of green and stuff and nice. And it was, you know, it would have been nice, but, it, you know, two and a half hours, it would have been hot. Yeah. And uh, Bill Chapman said, you know, why don't you use the uh, white room in the thing? He goes, it's so John Lennon. It is. You're right. And uh, he said it'll just it'll just give you a lot more light and all that kind of stuff. So it, it was a great choice, and and it was his. I, I I'd like to take credit for it, but it was him. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, the Todd store was going to try to do a photo session with Todd, but the demand was so high for the autograph session deal that you did that, that they ran out of time. You know, Todd had to leave because I think that was the same night we did the concert, and. Yeah. Um, it was just such a cool room. One of the funny things, uh, uh, the funniest probably, I thought, for the people that were there when I got to see it, I came in and out a couple of times, was uh, Bob Merck and I assume it was his wife. Um, they came in dressed full antebellum. I mean, just all the yeah. way. It was hilarious. I mean, it fit so perfect with the photo, so I'd got a kick out of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, they had the hats and the velvet and, and the whole nine yards. It was actually, yeah, yeah it was it was pretty sweet. And, uh, you know, everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. And I I didn't find anybody that was trying to hog time, you know, because you always get that sometimes. But I just didn't get that at all. And people were really cordial, and we, we ran through it. And I, I think there was 165 I think there was 165 people, but I'm not positive. Oh. I counted, and I got a list of it, so I could tell you, but I, don't, I didn't pay much attention to that. But 
the thing that I was calling in on is 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 just you know if people are really interested in it, and I, it made me so excited the comments that people have made and that night and and then stuff they posted on Facebook and then you know people have scanned the print I gave them and they have it as their Facebook profile shot and you know as you know Doug this is not my shtick I hate doing this kind of stuff um, I like action but. It was really enjoyable, and I got to meet some people I'd never met before, and that was really kind of fun. And I promised something, and I think I, f- I followed through with what I promised. But what I'd like to do if people are interested, and I've had a number of people ask me that night and then ask me through emails and, and Facebook and stuff, that they would like to get, like, the JPEG file. They would like, you know, to do an extra print, you know, have it printed. And and what I decided that was the best thing to do, and I kind of talked to the the Rungrens about it before is I'd like to work it on a kind of a two-tier thing. If you're interested in it, if you would like an 8x10 print or an 85 11 print, I can do that. I can give you, and that'll be touched up and it'll have the Todd Stock logo on it. That'll be, you know, paste laid over and it'll be an 85 10 And then I can also give you, email you the JPEG files of both shots that were taken and you can pick which shot you want, either the shot with Todd or the shot with Todd and Michelle, or some people had it was their husband and wife, and then, you know, whatever, whatever order. But I'm going to hopefully by sometime in within two weeks, I'm going to have a web page up where they'll be able to look at that stuff in low res, where it's not open on Facebook, where everybody can see it, you know, mm-hmm. and they can pick and choose. And, and if they want that package, it'd be 20 bucks. And that would be include mailing it out to them and everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, man, they, I mean, it's probably going to take you a while to get that done because you got so many to go through. If you got 165, but don't forget, if you weren't there at Todd's Talk, Jim gave everybody for free a four by six. Brought a flew a printer in, uh, and the printer paper. Everybody got a copy of their photo uh, that that was available after the photo was taken, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it's a really nice deal, and of course, it took probably three and a half, four hours to get it all done. It's a really cool deal, part of the part of the um, part of the program. Very nice for Todd. You know, mm-hmm. everybody got their photo. Everybody that's shy, too shy to do it on their own. Good job, man. Yeah, and and then you know, just as a second thing, as a second package that people would be interested. You know, some people want to do their own print, and that's perfectly fine. But I'll edit the JPEG file for them. I will put the layover on both pictures. I'll send them that, and I'll send them the raw file also. Okay, so if they want the raw and they don't like my mix, you know, kind of like Todd, you know, you might not like somebody else's mix, you know, kind of like uh, No World Order. Yeah. They don't like my mix or my my uh, my um, my breakdown of the photograph. They've got the raw file and they can do whatever they want with that file because you know after it's done, I there's nothing I want with it. So, and for that, ten bucks. And you yeah. got it, you got everything you need, and then, you know, it kind of covers some of the expenses that I have in my time and efforts. And, uh, you know, I hope to have them out probably within four weeks. You're the man. Sounds great. Jim. And if you're interested, I'll I'll post something up on, you know, the whatever. But, yeah, it was a really neat opportunity, and I, I don't mean to be selling stuff on here because that's not what I came on for, but, God, it was such a great deal. A lot of fun. People really loved it, and uh, everybody likes their photo with Todd, no question. So good stuff, man. Yeah, and uh, you know that golf day we had was. Who thought we were going to be golfing with Prairie and Jesse? I mean Prairie and uh, Randy, huh? Yep. 
Yep. And we're asking on Facebook too. Yeah, Randy's a baseball player, so yeah, he can hit the ball. He can knock the crap out of the thing. Um, he was good. Good yeah. golf. Yeah, he certainly was. He could hit the he could hit the heck out of the long the the long, the woods and the long irons. But mm-hmm. boy, Putton wasn't his forte. It wasn't <laughs> any of our forte on that damn course. Well, that's that's a whole story for another day. Uh, by the way, all the Runker boys were at Todd well. Stock, Rebop, Randy, and Rex, and uh, Bean showed up for a few days. Uh, which, oddly enough, uh, in an article and during the fireworks show, Michelle said it was Todd's first wife, but. Uh, to my knowledge, they weren't ever married. But anyway, <clears throat> Bean was uh, there, and good to see her and everybody else. A lot of fun deal. Um, one of their best friends, Carla from Ohio, was there. And uh, what else you got, Jim? Nothing really. Nothing really. But um, yeah, I, it was just a great time. I, I tell you, you know, it just I think about it, and uh, you know, you've been to a few of these things, and they're all different in every way. And they were just, it was just, to me, it was just lovely. I mean, the staff was, Mel mentioned, were just impeccable. Um, and that the way the bartender that was at the show Sunday night, she said it was the best crowd they've ever had. She said, we usually do wedding receptions and bar mitzvahs and stuff like this. But to have something going on all week and people like you guys, it was nuts, but it was fun. <laughs> and and yeah. that was you know that was good. So that made. Yeah, I think they were probably a little scared at first, and they realized that you know everybody's uh, not what they expected. Everybody's good. Good group, for sure, for sure. Well, we look forward to seeing everybody at the next gathering. And uh, it was, it was just, it was, it just brought a lot of smiles to my face. And you know, the day after flying home, I tell you, it was just, it was just my my face was hurting because I was smiling so much. It was just, it was a good time had by all. And uh, yep. boy, I, I can't wait for you know, the next one. So, anyways, thank you guys all for your patience and understanding and uh, listen to me babble on tonight. But uh, thank you again. And uh, you guys, it was great seeing you guys again. And uh, we'll see you guys again. Uh, it's starting to be a catchphrase uh, somewhere down the road soon, right? <laughs> Always more, brother. You, you got, got it, it, man. Talk to you guys. with that. Uh-huh. Which, uh, actually, the next caller is a um, from that area, Ohio, it appears. 330, you are with us. Good evening. Hello. Don Cruiser Mel. Yeah, who is this? Jeff from Boardman. Hi, Jeff from Boardman. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Oh, we're coming down off a big old cloud. That's what we're doing. I would imagine. I'm jealous, jealous, jealous big time. I last (laughs) talked to you guys, and I'm I'm not a frequent caller, but try to call you guys. You guys always do a great job. And I would just like to thank everybody out there. Unfortunately, I could not attend Todd's talk, but I thank everybody, including you guys, that posted all the pictures for the whole journey, so I got to kind of live through the pictures and everything like that. I last talked to you guys. I went and saw the state tour back in May, and I talked to you guys after that, and it was in Kenton, Pittsburgh, and Columbus, and I gave you a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And at that time, at that time I, I don't, if I remember right, I don't think you guys saw state live at no, we did not. And the reason I'm calling now is I'm just curious, and now that you've seen it, did you oh, have a one? What was your favorite one or two songs off a of state? Wasn't it an awesome presentation? You go first, Doug. 
Okay, well, I've seen it three times now. I saw it at the Park West, and I saw it at Todd Stock, and I saw it. I mean, t- to me, almost the, the Sunday gig in, in New Orleans was a, an extension of Todd Stock. I mean, there's a, you know, a good percentage of the people were there, and it was a good vibe. So, um, you know, maybe I saw two Todd Stock concerts basically, but uh, I thought the New Orleans show was the best of three I've seen by far. It was just a great setup in the House of Blues. The, the tall ceiling and the sound was good. The vibe was good. Everything was great. Todd's voice was good, which it has been for all three shows technically. But um, anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's a totally different show um, than what I think a lot of people expect when they go in. But a lot of people either get it or they don't. Some of the ones who, who try to get with it, they end up enjoying it a lot because it's just a lot of fun, a lot of dancing, craziness going on. But I, I like actually like the No World Order stuff. I like the Worldwide Epiphany. I like No World Order. As a matter of fact, the little Todd Stock story, um, the – the, the state show was intimate. It was in this tent. And, you know, there were only a few hundred of us there, a couple hundred or whatever. And when uh, No Word Order came on, Michelle started doing the dancing like she did when she was uh, in that t- part of that tour. And so that was pretty fun to watch. Not all of it, but, you know, she did a lot of the moves and stuff. It was pretty fun to watch. So that was that was a cool experience. And um, as far as the state album shows go, songs go, um, I mean, you know, I like to start with with imagination. That's really cool. Imagination is my favorite, and then uh, I still love Sur- surreality. Is still that's a good, yep, that good ending. Showcases yeah. it showcases Todd's vocal capability, which was awesome. Yes. What do you think, Mel? Well, I'll tell you. Um, it, it to be honest, it took me a while to really, really like the state album. Once I figured out, if the louder I played it, the more I liked it. <laughs> And um That's a good secret. You're it's, right. It's true though. You can hear oh, all you're the, right. You're exactly right. You're hundred percent right. Crank it up. Yeah, I just love all the little little pings and things that are in the background. Um so I kinda knew that I was gonna enjoy the show, but I really didn't know I was gonna like it as much as I did. And and I have to say the highlights was surreality for me, um and the no world order stuff. I, I agree with Doug on that. Um, it fits in so well with those yeah. other songs. Where did where did did he play? And I'm not sure where the song came from. Um, no one to lose. Nothing yeah. to lose. That song. Yeah, nothing to lose. That? Where'd that come from? Right. That's I'm sorry. Off, yeah, that's off the Reproductions album. Um, right, uh, but I'm not who originally. That's not a Todd original. I'm no. not sure where that came from. Who is that, Doug? Um, realize, realize. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tell me. Oh yeah, and then even like personality crisis. That was yeah. that was done originally by who? The New oh, York Dolls. Was, yeah, New York Dolls. Yeah, right? and that's that's a great song too. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, as far as you know, even I think Todd said prior to this whole thing was like, oh, I wasn't really thinking about a dance being number one on the dance things, but like you know, party liquor. Well, you guys were there. You saw it. You know, it's it's. It, it was different, but it was really good. Well, there were three. There are three songs from the reproduction. Um, the other one was uh, uh, "Prime Time" by the Tubes and Hunter. Apparently, right. was, he did nothing to lose. All produced by Todd, but his version, which were kind of dance versions, if you will. And of course, there's a couple songs on that on that show from uh, "Liars," which are fun. Uh, you know, great songs. "Liars" a great album, of course. But uh, good show. Uh, I think a lot of people. Um, are really having a lot of fun with it. I mean, I've had some tell me it's their favorite. You know, it just all depends on your perspective. But uh, it's Todd, man. you got to like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, once again, thank you very much for posting all the photos. I'll keep in touch and looking forward to the Akron and Kent shows coming up in August and September. I'm glad you're going to make it. We'll see you there. All right. Yep, Akron is maestrotodd.com if you're not in the loop. A lot of Todd Stalkers will be there. Some of them probably didn't know they were going to be there, but now they're going to be there because they uh, had so much fun at Todd Stock. Um, <laughs> Pepe made a good point, too. There was party liquors, a lot of fun at that show, and Mary Lou was dancing to the hat, you know, <laughs> raising her hand, putting her hands in the air with Michelle. It was some good stuff to watch. Mary Lou's new hairdo is super cute. She's got short, curly hair, and uh, she was having Yeah, she's you know, adorable. Here. Yeah, so much fun to see her, and uh, of course, Jesse. Jesse was hanging out. Uh, Todd was around a lot, Cruiser Mail, during this deal, um, you know, hanging out with people and, and talking and doing whatever. You know, he was at dinner pretty much every night, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, I never saw him at breakfast, but. No, okay, here's the deal. Okay, for instance, the night that we did um, Karen Ammon's uh, fadeaway thing. The final night, it was scheduled to happen like in the last 10 or 15 minutes of happy hour. And the reason why it was scheduled during happy hour and not dinner is because most people know Todd doesn't eat dinner before a show. So they bumped it into happy hour because Michelle felt pretty certain she could get him to happy hour. (laughs) Well, apparently he was at breakfast. i got to retract that. But, of course, I I came to breakfast they first started it till 10, and then they decided to change it to 11 because people were complaining, I think, because of the shuttle from Best Western. I never got to breakfast before 10. So I guess he came in earlier, which I'm surprised by that because I figured he sleeps till 10 or 11. I saw him the last day that, that 10 a.m. was the cutoff. Somehow I got there, and there was still some food, and I saw him literally come running in because he thought <laughs> that he wasn't going to get any food <laughs> for breakfast. Yeah, they bumped it up to 11. So this one goes to 11. <clears throat> Uh, good stuff. I thought the food, uh, breakfast was the same every day, but I liked it. I mean, they had some great biscuits. The, the eggs were good. I really liked it. Now, if you were vegetarian or vegan, you were pretty much shit out of luck on this deal. There wasn't a whole lot for you. And, of course, I don't know that anybody made requests for it. That might have been a little bit different. The final night, there was this Hawaiian tiki party deal, and the food was just, it blew me away, this Hawaiian stuff they had. They had um, all kind of good stuff. Just uh, this fish they had with this curry just real i mean for a buffet especially just blew me away so i, I like the food i thought that was good i thought they did a good job with that and had plenty of it they didn't run out um at the not away the cafe emily another story um which we haven't really talked about that yet you know we went to the ninth ward lower ninth ward for the concert which was really special uh, there were um you know different uh groups i mean they didn't have like one orchestra, they might have a few kids do this song and a few kids do that song, but they did four or five songs. Todd and Michelle, you know, watched and cheered them on. They didn't. Todd didn't get up and do anything or, or you know perform with them or whatever. They did a, a version of "Bang the Drum." That the orchestra did. These were really young kids, and they, they were you could, so cute. Oh, yeah, they Y'all, were just they, thrilled. They were adorable. Um, I mean, they even brought up the ones that have only been taking violin for two weeks. And these were like seven and eight year old kids, and they just kind of went through e e e e e, you know, uh-huh. and it was adorable. One little girl was on the end, and she kind of blew out her cheeks. I guess she was nervous or something like that, and so she just kept her mouth pursed closed, but her cheeks all blown out. And even Todd was was sort of he looked over at Michelle and blew his cheeks out, and they laughed and everything. 
it was it was so cute. Those kids, oh, they were all wonderful. And I got to mention, uh, Dode's sister was at the the whole there at the Todd Stock the whole week, and she was standing right next to me, which was where the kids had to funnel through. To they at the end of it all, they said, "Okay, we're all going to go to classroom, you know, whatever, one hundred. And so the kids were let out before the adults were. And Dode's sister literally hugged every single kid that walked by and told them what um, a good job they done. Very nice. The kids put together a card for Todd and a, birth, a birthday cake, which was um, eaten by everybody, I think. So that was really nice. And um, the biggest deal, though, was that they had this giant check, you know, like they do on TV when, you know, some kind of sponsor or whatever is going to give somebody a check. And Todd signed it, and it was for $10,000, $10,000 raised by Todd fans uh, to give this uh, lower ninth award, which is a very significant amount of cash for them, um, pretty much a year's budget in, in a sense. And there was – um, Doreen Brennan brought brought in some uh, a lot of used instruments for them, which was really nice and some good stuff, you know, some good mm-hmm. um, orchestra instruments. So that that was helpful. And I just noticed just loved- Tiffy mm-hmm. just reminded us in the in the chat room, and and I, I heard this too. It was, all the little kids would call Todd Mr. Todd. It was really <laughs> cute. Yeah, it was great that when they saw the check, you know, and um, Laura saw the checks, you know, the, the reactions were just hilarious. She couldn't believe it. I think she was really blown away. I knew she had an idea that it was, she was probably thinking six or so, which is still great, but it, it got topped. There were some uh, different things that, that added to it. Bill Bricker gave a 1000 um from the funds for raising uh, that Utopia project he's doing that was in Goldmine Magazine. Now he's making a poster of, of the fans and everything. Um, and then Dode threw in 500 bucks to, uh, as part of a deal. <laughs> he brokered a deal to buy the denim jacket that um, – God, who won that? Somebody won it, and then Dode said he'd give him 500 for it, and then she said, that's fine as long as you give it to the orchestra, and I wish I could remember her name. Uh, Mary Mary Rosier, I think, was the one. So, um, yeah, Mary Rosier. So that's cool. That was a really good story. And Dode, you know, it's a perfect jacket for him, actually. I think it looks good. It's got the um, – Janice Marie had done the embroidery of Todd's face. It's actually got our logo on it too, so I really like it. But um, that was nice, and it just got to ten grand. You know, a lot of people pitched in. It's just a really special event. Um, you know, Gene Lackowitz did a lot of work on that. Ed helped out. It was uh, good stuff. And you know, speaking of Ed, everything—I don't think any stone was unturned. Uh, Ed, Bill, and Lion Keyser, or Leon, however you want to say it. I like Lion. I think Lion is correct, actually. But um, oh. We're filming the everything, and then if they weren't, fans were. So if, if there's going to be a video made, it'll have everything. Uh, nothing was missed. You don't right. think it's Lion? No, it's Leon properly. Uh, but he said he answers to Lion. Yeah. <laughs> if I only had some courage. I liked him a lot. Lion was good people. I'm going to call him Lion because I liked it. I think of the Wizard of Oz. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Y'all need to call in. We want to, we want to hear more from yeah. you guys. You don't need yeah. to hear us chatting about this. Yeah. When you call in to 646-716-9262, 
Then you press 1, and that tells us that you want to talk. If you don't want to talk and you just want to listen, then don't press 1, okay? <laughs> yep, call us if you want to talk. Otherwise, we're going to have to start giving our opinions and stuff, which are really irrelevant. You know, it's, We want to give the facts of what happened so you'll be in the loop and can understand when people start saying, oh, I remember that, remember this. Let's talk about the fireworks cruise. I, mean, I think that was one of the bigger highlights of the week, not to discount anything else, but – Fans raised I don't know, five or six grand for fireworks for uh, as a present for Todd. If you do not know, Todd is a huge fan of fireworks. As a matter of fact, Prairie told me he doesn't think he's ever been on tour with Todd where they haven't stopped to get fireworks at least for one night. And this goes way back to back in the 70s when he was a big fan of fireworks. So uh, Bruce Whetstone put that together. Of course, the fans all chipped in, or, or a lot of fans did. And um, it really was uh, special. You know, watching Todd, people, you know, crying, watching Todd just really enjoy himself. Michelle was crying. Um, that There was a background. What was really, I thought, really cool about it, there, uh, Bruce put together a really good um, sound uh, for Like it, a medley you know, of music. medley, yeah. And it was fantastic. I mean, just a, the timing with it and the fireworks just worked. It just worked. Everything worked. So it was a great situation, and uh, everybody, I think, was pleased with it, and you know, very good feel to it. Todd music was great. Um, oh, another thing. Ruth just yeah. reminded us in the chat room that uh, Drew, Tamaki, and Jens Trode were the ones that put the watermelon and vodka together. I did not realize that that did not actually come from the Nottaway folks. So okay. thank you very much. It was good. <laughs> yeah, that was what night? Was that the Hawaiian night deal? I think so, Luau night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That, was, that was cool. Very nice drink. All right, so now we got the phone lines lit up, so we're going to get to hear some other people ex- to tell you about Todd Stock, and um, you know we'll hope to get back to you with some more facts in a minute. All right, two one six, you're with us. Two one six, that's you. Okay, uh, this is Bender. Mike Bender. Good evening, friends. Bender How are you guys? Close the hole. Oh, week. good. Good. So right. yeah, it was a uh, it was a great time. Uh, at, at, there was so much stuff going on that uh, at, at, at some point it just it would, for me it was a little bit overwhelming, just with the number of things happening and the number of things that people brought to do and perform and and everything else. But uh, uh, like Jim said, it was a time to relax um, and see some you, you know uh, lifelong friends that we see every once in a while um, and have a chance to spend with everybody. Um, the thing that got me was that, uh, you know, the Wednesday thing to the lower ninth ward. I mean, you, you can't, uh, I, I don't know how you could describe it if you weren't there. Um, I had the opportunity to talk to one of the little girl's moms and all she could say was how excited this little, little girl was. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just, just incredible. And, you know, when, when, when Todd was writing out the, the check, because um, right, he wrote it out there, you know, at the uh, event. Um, I heard one of the little little kids say, "A hundred dollars," you know, <laughs> getting getting real excited about uh, the hundred dollar thing. So it was just, you know, that was incredible. And I I had a chance. I don't know if you guys mentioned that uh, Laura, the director of the youth orchestra, um, was at the show or at dinner and the show on. Saturday evening, yeah. and uh, she, 
Yeah, she she told me that uh, the next day when the kids came in, you know, for for practice, a number of the kids still had their you know their A Watch shirts on, and uh, you know they were asking if we were going to be back and everything else. So, um, you know, it it really impacted those kids, I think, you know, to see that outpouring of of support and love um, from every, everybody who was there, and it was just incredible. And, and uh, you know, Doug, I mentioned to you the one day, but at, at some point we're going to have to figure out how to keep supporting that that uh, uh, that group. And I guess I would ask everybody, you know, if any of us are going to be in New Orleans again, uh, Laura said we'd be welcome to stop by and see the kids and, you know, because I, I, I think the kids need that kind of continuing you know, support in whatever way that might be, whether it's a, you know, a card from people or whatever. Um, you know, I, I think they could use that, you know, kind of continuing love that we showed them uh, last Wednesday. So it was just incredible. And of course, the show Saturday night, um, you know, I, I, that was the third um, state show I saw. I couldn't stay for Sunday's show in at the House of Blues, but that show Saturday night was just incredible. I mean, it was of the three I've seen. It was by far the best, and uh, it was just a great time. Yeah, and I think there's a show. Is there a show tonight in Houston? That's right? what I heard. But yeah, I think there's a Houston State show. Todd's still on tour with the state. You can go to RunGunRadio.com yeah. and go to the tours page. Texas run coming up, so um, they still got some more shows to go. Um, but that reminded me of something, Mike. Oh, there's going to be something julie feldman's got an idea for something to do for the lower ninth ward for uh akron but we'll get into that when um we start getting more into the uh discussions about akron that's a few, few yeah couple months. yeah yeah I, so, I, I just want to ask everybody to, to to keep that in mind that we can't forget about that those kids yeah very good so, so but uh appreciate the show love listening i can't get <laughs> i'm uh, i haven't been home yet i'm i'm in uh florida at the uh, some meetings for work and i can't i can't get into the chat room from my uh work computer so i'm uh but hello to everyone in the chat room so Hi, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon see, see you uh in akron for sure if not before absolutely have fun in florida okay goodbye right. bye mike bender yeah i yeah. gotta admit bender got i saw him tear up on several occasions uh so he, he's an emotional guy but you know what i remembered while he was talking. In fact, I thought he was going to bring it up. Um, when we went, after we went to the Lower Ninth Ward Youth Orchestra, we all busted over to Cafe Amelie, which was personally chosen by Todd and Michelle as a restaurant for us to have a, <clears throat> an early dinner. It was about 4, 4.30, something like that. And um, But there was a nice surprise after we had all eaten and that was some Mardi Gras Indians came around the corner dressed all in these, you know, bright yellow feathers and uh, tambourines and doing this, all this dancing and everything. And uh, that was that was a special moment. I think, was that arranged by Michelle as a surprise or, or was it the restaurant that put that through? Do you know the story on that? I'm pretty sure that was a gift from Todd and uh, Michelle. Oh, I don't think Todd knew about it. I think he did. Susan Lee might have done it then. Susan Lee owns it. She used to be Todd's um, like tour manager before Gardner over 30 years ago. So it might have been her. I'm not sure who did it. But some people are saying Susan Lee did. But it was and that, very uh, wild. And that interesting. They gave Todd did history. not know about it. That's right. Okay. All right. Very good. Another surprise. He got surprised a lot. That's for damn sure. 
Um, yeah, Bender had the best shirts on for the week. He had some loud, really cool shirts. You can see them on the photos. But uh, there were three of those um, performers that showed up, and they discussed their history and what they were about. And they weren't Indians, but they that's part of the name of what they what they are. I forgot the exact name, but it's not and like... They call uh, themselves Mardi Gras Indians. Mardi Gras Indians. They're not American Indians. They, they were um, Mardi Gras Indians. But um, that dinner was actually surprised me because it was outside, and it was very warm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they had some uh, Abita, yay. And they had some kind of special drink. I forgot it was some maybe um, maybe cranberry and vodka and something else that they had. No, it was it was blueberry instilled vodka mixed with lemonade, and I don't, either that or pink lemonade. And then it had mint floating in it. It's wonderful. Huh. They also uh, the food was some kind of pasta with sausage. I think I didn't get any. It ran out. And there was a gumbo, which was chicken sausage, I believe. And there was some salad, and um, they ran out. People ate too much. So, oops, oops. I'm, I'm glad I got it when I did. Then I got me some gumbo. Uh, some gumbo. It, it, it a little early because it was uh, the the ninth war deal was over. So we were at the restaurant by four fifteen, four thirty, and then the, you know the food was being served. So it was a little bit early for me. But it, um, uh, I think, people really liked it. It was good, fun. And then. Thank you, Doug. Um, you met us in New Orleans. You had come by car, and the bus ride going to New Orleans uh, was was at times, you know, <clears throat> it would get a little quiet, and it sort of felt like it was taking a long time because we were all excited to get there. Um, I know on my bus we started telling some dirty jokes, which passed the time pretty nicely, but I asked you if you had any Todd DVDs on you that we could borrow and put on all three of the buses. So thank you for coming through and bringing your shit with you. And I think everybody enjoyed what they got to see for their ride home. Well, I know on my bus. That, yeah, I last and, some of those great. Are like these I've never seen. <laughs> are you going to go down that road? No. Oh, so there was one of them was a liar show. Now Mel picked out the one, so you got to blame her. She picked them out. But it was the Fillmore Show, Liar, San Francisco. And apparently whoever bootlegged it had cut Todd's head off maybe. Uh, <laughs> something weird about it. And that happened to be the bus Todd was on. Oh, Kill well. Him. Yeah, we got bad luck, I saw. There was another DVD there called A Working Man Tour, which I don't know what it is. I need to watch it. And, that was um, on bus one. They could have taken that. They could have you know, they, taken that one. Yeah. Apparently Todd was pretty intrigued by the uh, liars and was really paying kind of close attention to it, I guess. Probably listening to the sound more than anything since his head was cropped out, apparently. But um, anyway, a lot of fun on the bus for people. And let's see. we got some callers cruising around. So let's keep it up. up. Let's keep it up. 323, you are with Rungan Radio talking about Todd Stock, too. Did you say 323? I did. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? It's all good, good. Doing all right. Good, Live. good. Hope everybody's recovering. Because <laughs> if you don't have to recover, you didn't do it right. I agree. I, there yeah. is there is something going around I've seen on Facebook. Tons of people have the Todd Stock fluenza, including myself. And um, apparently, we did it right, huh? 
Exactly. Exactly. It, it didn't help did the twelve hour plane trip last night for me, but you know. That's what I was gonna ask recovery mode. I heard you might have got stuck, but it sounds like you didn't. Uh oh got close, but yeah, finally uh they sprung us loose from Houston, so uh, but anyway, just wanted to touch a couple points. Um, one, yeah, the, the Lower Ninth Ward thing was, was really incredible. And, and you know, Laura uh, pulled me aside uh, Saturday night when she came up for the show, and she basically said it, it was like, a, a, you know, an angel dropping a, a golden bucket on them at the right time because there's – she didn't get into details, but, you know, state funding, city funding, whatever, getting its stuff through, and, you know, the, the money wasn't there. And, the, and then all of a sudden this, this big utopian angel just came, fell from the sky and out of nowhere um, and, and just, you know, landed them with, with money that's going to allow them to, you know, to continue, continue the program, you know, until things get straightened out and they can have more fundraising efforts. And, um, you know, there's lots of schools there now in the New Orleans area that are, that are chomping at the bit to have this program expanded into their schools or, or, or areas. I don't know exactly how it all works. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we did a really good thing collectively, and I was really proud uh, to be a part of it. Um, and I, I think, you know, the one thing that Gene and I spoke about leading up to it was kind of seeing where Todd would be on the other end of it, coming out of it, what his response would be, and, um, you know, and to gauge you know, um, what he may want to do in the future because, the earthquake uh, effort and this effort, you know, while Todd has, you know, graciously allowed us to use his name and his likeness, he has not been officially affiliated with any of these things. Um, and he thought it was really cool that we wanted to do things for kids and music, so, you know, he agreed to, to participate on a certain level, um, as he put it to both me and Gene, keep it simple. So I think we did keep it simple and it worked. And he had a really amazing response to it, and at dinner following um, the visit, yeah, we were talking about it a little bit, and he seems really up and gung-ho um, to doing something more, uh, whether it be for that for them specifically or something else. You know, he kind of tasked Gene and I to go out and, and find some um, kind of music-related um, uh, programs or, or, or charities or things like that. Um, that, that he can, you know, kind of throw his weight into and stuff like that. And maybe it'll just be, you know, we'll just take the youth orchestra under our wing and, and just keep it at that and do that, which, which I'd have no problem doing. But we're going to explain, explore some options and give him some options and things like that and see what we can do to really kind of, as I've been joking around with Gene, you know, starting the, you know, Todd Rundgren Institute for Musical Phil, uh, Philanthropy um, or something like that. Um, and see what we can do, and not rely on just the fans um, to make their unbelievably generous donations and stuff like that, where, you know, it obviously it has started there, but, you know, where we can further reach out to larger institutions and larger corporations and, uh, and other places and things like that to really kind of see if we can get into some, like, you know, serious money raising, um, you know, because... I think I've told a lot of people that I worked on some footage for a Xena Warrior Princess convention, and, and these women over the years have raised $13 million. Um, yeah, which is amazing. I mean, they've been doing it for a long time, so, uh, you know, we, we'll, we're just getting our first foot into it. So we'll see how that goes, and, and you know, once Todd gets off the tour, and, and, and Gene and I have some time to talk about things, and, and Bill Chapman as well, getting him involved with this uh, from the technical side and how we can actually – make a bigger thing out of it perhaps as opposed to just, you know, web word of mouth or something like that. So we'll, we'll, we're, it, 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 it's on the burner, you know, we're going to start seeing with that. So, uh, but just wanted to thank everybody for, for all their unbelievable generation, 
uh, donations. And you know, I, I don't know if you guys mentioned that Becky wrote a check uh, that night, also just out of the grace, you know, good graces of her heart, um, which really started kicking off that night of uh, that Tuesday night fundraising thing. Um, that was really incredibly generous of her. And uh, so thanks out to all of those people. Um, hey, hey, have you recuperated yet from your performance of Lord Chancellor's Nightmare? I have. I just watched it back today, and uh, um, on Bill's, I, I just was flipping through some of the footage. Um, matter of fact, it's still copying. It's got another three, four hours to go. Um, and it's only part of it. Um, I, I watched it back. You know, I was pretty happy with it. More, you know, I screwed up one line, but I was happy that I was able to recover. Um, I, getting the standing ovation from Todd was like really cool. Whether you know, sure, it was just a have you know fun thing and stuff like that. But that was kind of cool. And um, but Bill, Bill also caught Todd saying it's like I have way too much time on my hands, so I have to start doing something more productive with my life. I know we're going to get this task a lot because now that AWATS has been debuted, everybody's going to be like, when can I get it? Right. What's the All right. This, EA? this is. This is well. I, there's no date. This is where the status is. Basically, what you guys saw was, uh, you know, as much of the track as I've got that Todd has finished. So most of the show is done. He did comment to me that there's a couple of things that he wants to tweak up. What those are, I don't know. There were definitely stuff that I saw that I've got to go back and revisit. A couple of shots were a little loose in sync uh, and stuff like that. And it, it may have been some of it may have been that I just threw the track together so quick. I just threw the track on the picture fairly quickly. Uh, on a really, really small monitor that I really couldn't tell if I was, like, actual frame-on accurate. So I have to go through that. There's also an opening montage that I've cut, and there's a back-end credit roll that Todd still has to address audio-wise. It's not, like, a full-on mix, but he, creatively he hasn't told me, yeah, this is what he wants or not wants. Um, I, I don't want to tell you what's in them, because especially the back is kind of a fun little surprise. Um, so, you know, it, it's I'm going to go do that this week. We all know Todd is traveling a lot. I'm going to get him more stuff so he can, like, you know, hopefully put the finishing touches on it and we can get this thing out, and then it's a matter of DVD production and, and all of that stuff. So we all want to get it done and out as quickly as possible at this point because we're so damn close. So okay. as soon as we can get it all out. Um, speaking of videos, so a couple of people have uh, commented to me on Facebook already. They want to post their things up on Facebook for me to get from there. Obviously, these are guys, this is, everybody's video is their own. If they want to post it up, of course, they're totally welcome to do that. Uh, it's their stuff. But for our needs, what we're going to want is the actual raw data files that you guys have on your cameras, whatever it is, whether it's an iPhone or a video camera. We're going to want those files. When you post to Facebook, there's a compression that they put on it. Um, so it's not going to look as good as it possibly can. So everybody be patient. Bill Chapman is back in Atlanta. He's dealing with some actual real business um, that he's got to take care of. Um, and once he decompresses, we're going to set up another Google Drive situation, kind of the same thing like we did for Laura's project to help her out uh, and get it, you know, so people had a place to dump, dump their little videos. We're going to do the same thing so everybody can start posting up their videos for us and things like that. There's a massive amount of data management that have to go through. Um, you know, people told me that it, uh, you know, it was like two years for the movie to come out. Well, it took us about nine months just to go through all the data management for that movie. And this is a lot more because we didn't have three full-blown cameras running, you know, for seven days at the first Todd stock. Um, so, or actually four cameras if you count Lions. Uh, Doug, I agree with you, Lion, by the way. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. And uh, so I, I just looked at, I just started looking at the files because I've got about, like I said, I've got about 775 gigs of it. It's not even all of it. I don't even have the concert. Um, and um, and there's more data that has to be transferred, and it's just the files are just generic file names, and everything has to be gone through and organized before we can even think about starting to edit. I do have an idea for something kind of as a teaser that is going to be the first thing I jump in, but it's going to be from stuff from all over the week, so I kind of have to wait till I get everything. Um, and then I also promised the youth orchestra that I was going to put something together for them, um, uh, you know, as, as a fundraising thing as well. So, and those obviously when they come out, those will be shared and stuff like that. So, from what we've talked about, it's not going to be another full blown movie. There's, there's, it just would be the same kind of a thing over and over. You know, be the same thing as the first Todd Stock. So, what we're we're thinking about doing is shorter little pieces. Uh, that we can get out as they're ready, so you're not waiting for a whole thing to come out, and we can start getting things out. And we wanna, we we started thinking about some some slants we could take for some stuff, like with Alan's thing, his speech, and Todd playing, you know, vo- refing volleyball, and, and and all of it in the aqua aerobics. Oh, there is one thing that I do need to, we definitely do need help with. All the stuff that was going on at the pool, we didn't have Bill and I didn't have any of the cameras there. Um, primarily because we were all a little paranoid about what happened to Bill at the first Todd Stock, uh, <laughs> dunking a camera in the, in the pond. So, oh yeah, that is a huge hole. I think I went in there one day and I caught Dode uh, doing uh, utopian synchronized swimming ex- uh, thing early in the week. But I know you guys were around the pool a lot all week. I never even got over there. Um, so that's a big hole. All of the stuff that was going on in the pool. That's got to be crowdsourced. Whatever you guys are doing in the pool, that giant soup bowl stew of humanity um, in that pool, I, I, we need the footage from that. that that's got to crowdsource from, all, from, all, from everybody that was there. Okay. So that's Everybody big, send your pool shots. Yeah, I mean, the videos, and we'll deal with photographs as well, but just give us some time to kind of get this stuff a little organized, and then Bill will start, we'll start posting up where to uh, upload uh, all your video to us so we can have access to that. Um, and it really is important. I mean, there, there, was, there was big pieces in the first movie that if fans didn't submit them, um, we wouldn't have seen it. You know, we wouldn't have been part of the movie because as much as we were running around, we couldn't be everywhere, uh, at, you know, for everything. So it's all those other pieces that people had all around are really going to, like, you know, help, like, make this uh, fun and, and, and it's full encompassing as possible. Is that even a word, full encompassing? Um, So, that's it from Los Angeles at the moment. (laughs) Glad you made it home. Yeah, my feet feel better after a nice hot soak in some Epsom salt, so that's good. I'm glad that I wasn't the only one whose feet were hurting. Wow. Oh, God. It was bad. You should have been running back and forth around the Houston airport last night. That was all kinds of fun. No, thanks. Um, But... Anyway, I just want to thank everybody. It was really cool. You know, this Todd Stock was definitely different than the last one, which it should have been. You know, we don't want to just do repeat performances. Um, And it was really cool and great to see everybody. And as far as I know, there's only a couple of casualties. By the way, Patty is okay, if you haven't heard. Uh, It was just a little bit too much drinking, too much dehydration, uh, a little too much partying and, uh, you know, not being – and too much heat. So it was just all that combination. I think once they got fluids into her – um, she was fine, and somebody from Nottaway uh, volunteered to pick her up at the hospital and take her to the airport to get her home. So she's okay, and 
Very, I think she was our biggest casualty as far as I know. Yep, just, just you know. Well, except uh, for all of the digger bites and mosquito bites. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that was a shared experience. <laughs> so. Everybody, everybody's legs are all bitten up, and when when uh, when Jim Snyder was on a few minutes ago talking about editing the photos, someone said, "Edit out the bug bites." <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I think yeah. Kurt had it the worst. Yeah, that I saw. No question. His legs were like, ugh, like piranhas no attack him. Yeah, so. He had the worst for sure. Yeah. All right, well, listen, I'll let you go. I'm sure other people are holding on the line. Um, and uh, we'll see everybody soon. See you okay. on the. All right, aloha. Bye. Aloha. I think what, um, what Ed's describing for the videos kind of sounds like what they were supposed to do for my record, Fantasy Camp. Which yeah, was, maybe. You know, put certain parts of it out here and there on YouTube or whatever, so people could see it instead of you know dragging it out, making it one big movie, stuff like that. But um, anyhow, we got Bruce on hold. I know Bruce is probably going to be talking to us a long time because he has lots of experiences to share. So I'm going to take one caller before him, even though I know Bruce is a priority. But I just know it's going to be a long conversation with him, and I don't want to leave this other guy out because I know it's Warren from Georgia. He had some questions. He was not at Todd Stock, so. This is good. We can tell him some stuff that people who weren't there might want to know. What's up, Warren? What you got? Hi, guys. How are you? Doing all right. Hey, I wish I could have attended. What, yeah, 165 <laughs> attendees, you think? I think there was more uh, than that. Yeah, it might have wow. been a little bit more than that. I, didn't I get think my well, because my pass um, had, like, the number 221 on it. So I don't think that was – I don't think that had anything to do with it because those numbers were all over the place. Uh, but not. it – 165 got their pictures taken with Todd, so it's yeah. probably pretty close. And I think at one time Jen had said 170. I, I was uh, 166, I guess. I did not get my picture made with Todd. I had other stuff going on. But, um, yeah, so it's probably close to a couple hundred. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to thank you all for the uh, – well, thanks mostly for the almost live time updates and photos. Uh, but you know me, I want – I want the audio recordings and the music stuff and what Ed from L.A. was talking about. Uh, that's gonna. That's what. Yeah, Ed's gonna be doing that. They filmed everything, man. There's no stone unturned other than the pool, and I'm sure somebody's got some of that. But uh, as far as the concert, the concert was a three camera shoot, maybe more. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, speaking of cameras I'm, I'm in, and that uh, 165 people with that deal, I did get an email from Rachel. I was mistaken, so I need to correct myself. They were able to get a photo shoot with Todd after Jim's, and uh, it was in some of the clothes you know that Rachel makes. So you, I don't know if you've ever seen the, you know, the pictures of Todd like sitting in that pink chair with all the tiki stuff around. That's what Rachel and Danny's work. So you yeah. know what they did is going to be very cool, especially coming from that plantation, which was a great. So great so. So Jim Snyder, he's got what's he got going on with the photos? Just so everybody he took, he took photos of of, of uh, fans with Todd, people that wanted a photo with Todd. There was a big line, and you know, just went. And he took them and he gave them to them. He also took pictures of the concert. He's already posted some. So, uh, but you know, his project was to give every fan a four by six of themselves with Todd or Todd and Michelle. Okay. And that way, is, nobody are, are would... these audio recordings or the the video stuff? Um, I missed part of what Ed was saying. Is he he's going to make a pro deal out of it, but is some of it going to be on YouTube? Is that what he's saying? I, I, he said he was going to put some out somewhere. He might use Vimeo or something. But, yeah, one of the online sites, he might put, like, say, the fireworks show or, you know, 
uh, dinner one night or whatever. Just different things that happen. I think he's going to do it piece by piece instead of trying to make a full movie. Okay. So, well, you know me. I, I I've got to have that stuff, and I was wondering if he's going to make it available to the public. Was that what he's saying to, to the the put put some uh, pro shots together and? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to sell it or anything, but it'll be up online. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, all the artwork. And, <laughs> well, if all the artwork and the media stuff, you know, badges and T-shirts and um, whatnot, is that is any of that. Uh, is it all? Is will that be available to yeah, Todd folks Store like has us the, that um, are just sore that we missed the whole thing? Yeah, Todd Store has T-shirts for sale right now. ToddStore.com has the the um, and there was some other stuff. There was a a beer koozie you know, with the Todd Stock. And when I, I'm going to say the Todd Stock logo, there's a couple of them, but this is the one where you know Todd's um, in the you know plantation owner outfit kind of thing. So okay. there was there was also some buttons that they had and they were I got, there were a ton of postcards and they put them out the last day and and people were gone so I grabbed them so I have them and I'll just bring them to Akron or something but okay. I don't well, want to go away. The, the lifetime updates and photos and uh, I was just reading about uh, the how Rundgren Radio has exceeded a million online listeners now. Yeah, man, that's, that? that's that is cool. That's crazy is what it is. Um, but, yeah, Todd fans, man, they love every three times. Cruiser, Maryland, Dangerous Doug. Okay, what <laughs> other I, – I, you know, you wanted me to talk about the, the Todd Stock stuff, so I'm going to ask Cruiser Mel what I want to know about the uh, ghost hunt. Ah. Talk uh, a little – can you tell us a little bit about the ghost hunt? Well, <clears throat> let's see if I can keep this uh, short. Okay. Um. Okay. I had a piece of equipment that was a digital voice recorder uh, that a lot of bootleggers happen to use when they go to concerts. It's the same kind of deal. Um, and Bill Chapman was very, very helpful. He had a piece of equipment um, about the size of a cell phone, and uh, it was called an obelisk. And what his did was he could, you know, we could ask questions, and it would actually, in a mechanical voice, speak a word and um it was it was it kind of creeped me out a little bit because we did get thankfully to not away we had ac- uh, access to the mansion and this was i don't know 10 30 11 o'clock at night and um uh he started asking some questions i started asking questions and then finally his instrument started saying words back and one of the words was help I think that may have even been the first word. And so, of course, all of us were thinking, oh, no, this this person needs help. So we kind of tried to go down that that road. And then somewhere along the line, we we got enough words together that this voice was saying that he, not, not Bill, but the person that was speaking or the spirit that was speaking, the entity, was saying, no, I was the help here. Uh huh. And Bill kind of his eyes just glazed over. I'm not lying. I mean, he just went into a trance and started holding this thing up to his head like like a cell phone, like he's having a private conversation with you know a friend or something like that. And we're all following along, and I was trying to get as close as possible so I could hear because the volume was pretty low. And <laughs> Lori Memzik was was just as close to me as I was to Bill, 
and Bill uh, somehow was drawn out onto the balcony of the, the big mansion, and we all went out there, and all of a sudden, and <clears throat> what I'm going to tell you all happened in a split second. Bill all of a sudden goes, oh, now you're just bullshitting me. And at that instant, between Lori and myself, between our ears, we heard this like a hiss or a whisper. And we both looked at each other like, you heard that, right? <laughs> and uh, um, it, it was interesting because I, I had caught it all on my recorder. At least I thought so. The next day I went to, to listen to it and Nothing. it got up to the point of Bill saying, now you're just bullshitting me. And my recorder totally stopped working from that point on. Hmm. So I don't know. But I do know, Lori, I can, Lori, I found that this out later. She went back to her room that night and said, ooh, I kind of hope that a spirit came with me and, you know, that would be really cool. And the next morning, she could not find her sunglasses anywhere. And uh, they looked everywhere, turned the room upside down, and then went to turn the room upside down again and again and again. And finally, there are the sunglasses. They were right where they had looked several times. And so she thinks that she may have been followed home by a prankster. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. But then I had another experience that's kind of scary. Um, the the day Doug that we went up walked up the uh, levee, yeah, to look at the river. You guys uh-huh. kept going, and I just sort of stopped, and I thought, well, I'm just going to see what's going on. And I, I know it's probably hokey, but I turned on this ghost hunting app that I have on my phone just to see, just to play with it. And I was with my back to the river, looking at the plantation and all the tents, and I was kind of, you know, getting. Start, starting to get sad about having to leave. And I started talking out loud, and I said, uh, I hope that that you like us being here. And all of a sudden, a word popped up. It doesn't speak on my app, but it does print out the word, and it said, public. And I thought, that's weird. And I was like, well, I don't know what that means. And all of a sudden, it said, away. And I turned it off because I thought they're saying they don't want like us there and they want us to go away. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was my personal experience. I think well, some other people because you know, oddly enough, I've, I've you know I've heard some stories about uh, the the plantation there and that uh, they've and did they tell you anything about having? I know this side the fact Todd Stock, but they, they t- have they ever told you that there have been tours there before and. Well, actually, some of the um, the workers there yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. went on the ghost hunt with us, and then they told us a few of their tales, um, you know, where they've been creeped out or felt something. And um, But interestingly enough, nobody picks up any kind of uh, feeling at the uh, family cemetery, which is right there on the property. Nobody yeah. feels anything there. And uh, Bill kind of thought that... Well, here's what what happened. They when they were when when they died, they were buried somewhere else. And only in I think 2003, something like that, were they all reunited in the family cemetery. And Bill seems to think that it's very quiet there now because they're they're perfectly happy. And 
they've moved on somewhere. Well, guys, I wish I could have attended. I, you know, I was going to stay with Doug, but he went all excited about that, so I uh, <laughs> figured to do something else. But I did want to, want to just thank you all for the uh, lifetime updates and photos. Keep them coming, and uh, I'd like to see any, you know, anything y'all take, any, any photos y'all taking yourself. Just keep them on coming, and of course, you know me being the the bootleg guy. I, I would love any audio recordings or music of the stuff, and I'm looking forward to trying to find some. Since I couldn't attend, I I, I just wanted some media stuff like badges or T-shirts or something the like that. Especially, you know, especially stuff about the, the the lower ninth ward stuff. I, I God, I wish I had been there. That'd have been great. It was really special. You um. You can get some stuff at Todd's store. You might want to call Nogway and see if they had extras. You never know. They might have had some tape yeah. in yeah. or something. Hey, have uh, you, been, you all been involved in the, this Bill Bricker thing that he's doing? Of course, yes. Okay, that didn't that um, go towards the, uh, I, I know it's a fundraiser project for uh, all the uh, contributors. $1,000 went to the Lower Ninth Ward. They did. Okay. All right. Sure and did. I think there it was there's some pretty good proceeds and I just think that was a great idea too. So Very nice. But stuff. I just All want right, to say hello to everybody and Utopia's here and uh thank you guys for for, for keeping us that couldn't make it updated. Keep you in the loop, baby. All right, bro. I'll get in the hood. Anytime. All right. So I'm going to say this, but, but I'm going to say it because I, I know Bruce is itching to get on, so I'm going to mute Warren. Sorry, Warren, but I will give you something. I will uh, get you fired up about Tostock. <laughs> After doing the Intersection movie and thinking it through, you know, originally we thought maybe there was some kind of way for Todd and Michelle to, to, you know, get some bank on it. That's really probably not possible. So I'm just going to I'm gonna start seeding it. The movie Intersection, 1972, 20 minutes, about four minutes of Todd with a killer video of him doing Wolfman Jackets a riot. All right, let's go to Bruce Whetstone, the man, the working man. They call him the working man of Todd Stock. What's happening, man? How do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> How y'all doing? We're doing all right. How are you? Bruce, it sounds like you picked up an accent while you were in the South. Oh, dough too much. Oh, I do, I do voices. Uh, it's a little known talent. Mm. I'll have to do some for you sometime. I do uh, Marvin Martian and the Bugs Bunny and a few others. Good. So um, I'm sure you're looking for uh, Todd Stock two stories, and uh, got a couple good ones for you. One of them was, um, how did we actually get Todd to walk over to the side of the plantation on Thursday night? I had to collaborate with Michelle to come up with an excuse to get him over there because he had promised, 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 promised uh, that he would finish the AWATS audio editing. So after dinner on Thursday night, he was hard at work uh, so he could keep his promise. And he didn't want to go outside. So Michelle was saying, no, 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 you really got to go. You really got to go. We've got, you know, some family birthday gifts that we want to do early. And, you know, Randy and Rex and Ricky Bob are going to be there to present you with something. You got to do this. So he really, you know, you know, Todd, he got a little agitated. So I got to hand it to Michelle. God bless her. Uh, you know she can uh, you know manage the man, but she got him out there for the um, for the fireworks show in time. 
That was very good. Beyond he was that. Enjoy. So he was totally surprised, right? Totally surprised. Yeah, and I'm surprised that we were able to pull that off because um, I thought for sure somebody would have leaked it. You know, he would have gotten some clue. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, um, we asked him right after the show if he had seen the um, fireworks van because there was a, a big-ass truck up on top of the levee in the afternoon setting up the fireworks and it had a trailer on it. And it was from his vantage point when he was refereeing the volleyball game is kind of pretty much up there just under the tree. And I was really concerned that he was going to see that truck up there and go, you know, investigate or, you know, start asking questions about what the heck was going on up there. But apparently he, you know, had one fleeting thought uh, that he mentioned this after the show that he thought, you know, why is somebody up there spying on us? You know, this, uh, but that was, that was it. Apparently, you know, he had no clue what was coming. Sweet. Did Michelle, Michelle knew though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to coordinate with Michelle starting way back, gosh, I think it was uh, early March, somewhere in February, March, uh, because I needed a bunch of things, including, you know, signing off on um, liability insurance and things like that, and I needed to know who should be involved. I also needed to make sure that she was okay with the whole concept. So, uh, yeah, she was involved early on, but she's really good at keeping secrets, obviously. <laughs> yeah, she did a nice job. <laughs> One story that I was going to tell you was uh, I personally found uh, amusing was that uh, the owner of the fireworks company is uh, David Spear. He's uh, local there from Baton Rouge. Really nice guy, super guy, and really got into this. I think he and his company ended up doing a lot of extra, so to speak, for us. You know, we got more than our money's worth on the nice. show. I, I know. It seemed to go on and on, and, and the flash pots you had – what, four yeah. or six of those? Yeah, we had four of the uh, flame pots down there real close. As a matter of fact, we had to get people to move back, you know, because they kind of wanted to be around the uh, the point where we were doing the announcing and, and starting up the show. We had that, that plunger thing, you know, the dynamite plunger, you know, to start off the show. We'll get back to that in a second. But, you know, everybody wanted to be there and take pictures. And the problem was, you know, obviously we needed people to move back at least four or five feet from those flame pots, or otherwise they'd be missing some hair. Uh, <laughs> and then we're off. Like pyro. Anyway, so, go ahead. I said it was like pyro at a concert. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So he uh, he actually threw those in for free uh, because he and, and uh, his company kind of got into this, you know. As, as, but the story was that he told us right after the show, he said his his son, who was actually one of the people up on the levy working the show, uh, when I first sent out the soundtrack, um, he was going to work on some of the design, and he went to his dad. You know, he said, "Dad, I'm sorry, but this this just isn't fireworks music." And his dad, who yeah, there we go. So his dad, who kind of grew up with this like we did, and heard a lot of the uh, the music at the time, progressive rock. Uh, I said, well, son, no, I really think, you know, I can visualize. I can visualize some things that would go with this. So, you know, you keep working on it. So David was very uh, uh, pleased about four weeks later when his son came back and said, you know, Dad, uh, this really is fireworks music. There you go. So, uh, his yeah, opinion was yeah. wrong, and then it was corrected. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's kind of one of those things for those that have kids, you know, to say, for once, Dad was right, and it didn't take any kind of prompting for for the son to admit it, and that was that was totally awesome. And um, his son actually wanted to come down and meet Todd after the show, so we snagged Michelle, and uh, his son got a picture with Todd. Hey, well, I, I failed to mention in my list of 50 plus, and we failed to mention in this combo so far, but. Kathleen Forsythe did a really nice uh, program for the fireworks show that included the people who donated, and it had a really good photo montage. She's a graphic artist, and it, it was very nicely done. It was awesome. Uh, really got a you know shout out for Kathleen. Uh, it was excellent work, and we do have um, about thirty held back for the people that did not attend but contributed because I want to make sure they get a copy of the program. So I'll be sending those out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, right. She's got to ship them out to me first and I'll turn around and put them in the mail to everybody. Well, good. That's a great thing. I happen to get mine autographed. That's the thing I chose to get autographed. Yeah, I'm going mine autographed too. I, I wasn't able to pull away from all the scurrying around in the background I was doing to, uh, to actually do it. But, uh, um, Terry Moon was nice enough to uh, take my program over and have Todd sign it. That was great. Very nice. So, so Bruce, you sound horrible. Do you feel as horrible as you sound? <laughs> no, no. I think it's just uh, I got the same thing that everybody else has got. Uh, I hope it's going to pass quickly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. Yeah. I, I, I definitely hope you sound better. You sound really rough, but... Man, lots of people started losing their voices about halfway through the week. Just from you know, everyone gets so excited and they talk so loud and you know they scream, ah, there's so and so and whatever. So losing a voice means a sign of a good party. Hey, Bruce, you're going to and be in Akron, right? I am going to Akron, so I'm going to see everybody again real, real soon. You to do zero work at Akron. Come relax and have a good time. You earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for Even that. Even if you're tipped, uh, I'll handcuff you if you start picking up a speaker or something. <laughs> the only thing we're going to no do if we do it at all is uh, throw, throw together maybe an uh, impromptu uh, jam sometime while I'm there. No, something like that. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of. That's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. All right, man. Well, good well, stuff, man. Shout out to all the people that, you know, did all that good work out there. I just, you know, there's, there's such a long list. We go on and on and on. But oh, in particular, yeah. I wanted to mention Tom Barrow, who uh, donated the use of his PA system for the fan band. And everybody there was able yeah, to use the announcements. The yep. well, A-Watch video played over that. And, uh, speaking of, was he was great. such a help um, before Todd Stock began to tell us about the local area and uh, of what we should take, you know, as far as bug spray, bug spray, bug spray. Some of us <laughs> listened, some didn't. Um, he was just a real good, uh, nice guy to uh, answer questions for everybody. So, um, anyway, it was a pleasure to meet you, Tom, if you're listening. Yes. And there you go. Of- so, any questions uh, that I could answer from behind the scenes, let me know. All right, man. If you got if you got anything you want to let the let the public know, here's your chance. I don't see anything there in the uh, in the <laughs> chat room, right. so I'm gonna turn you over to the next topic. All right, we had CLB. We'll just uh, 
we'll um, we'll, we'll chat until she comes back. But I uh, appreciate the call and uh, all your work you did for Todd Stock. Uh, definitely added the fireworks thing was a huge hit, no question about it. Well, huge thank hit. you, and uh, yeah, I was very pleased with the way it turned out. Um, again, awesome show and awesome uh, uh, work by the uh, folks there at AFX Pro in Baton Rouge. Yeah, uh huh. No question about that too. All right, man. Well, I'm um, sorry you didn't get scuba dive, and um, maybe next time. Stay soon. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Thanks. Peace out. All right, so Bruce was supposed to scuba dive, and something in the pool was too small or something. I'm not sure what happened. And it was even, I think, going to teach somebody. But um, CLB, I think, is back with us. So we will um, – it could be Kurt. And cool. if it's you, CLB, I want to know how to pronounce Kurt's last name because I, I intentionally didn't say it at the start of the show because I didn't want to butcher it. Um, I just call him Soupy Sales. So what's the correct last name of Mr. Kurt? Mr. Kurt? Bayline. Bayline? Bayline Stein, if you're, you know, tracing him all the way back to the, you know, Frankenstein family there in old Germany or whatever. All right, I'm going with Bayline. Bayliner. Bayliner, you can do that. Nice nice tie-dye jumpsuit he had, too, for one of the parties. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's his his rainbow bright suit from uh, Todd uh, Musical Camp. He used to run around like a little... Butterfly out there in the field on a bicycle, whatever you know. Uh, rainbow I like bright, that, that, that. I don't know whose bike it was. Somebody brought her if it was a property, no, not always, but that. that was a oh, not always. The tandem uh, Dode brought that because he knew how much Kurt, Kurt liked would ride, ride around bikes. And yeah. rally the troops to come to whatever was happening because yep. it was just so. Yep. I saw. I saw Kurt actually drive through the dining room. Well, <laughs> let's not even revisit that. Okay. Uh, that was Monday night. Uh, we just got instructed. It was the first official event of um, Todd Stock 2, and Kurt and Dode decided to ride into the Randolph Ballroom foyer, foyer uh, and uh, on the tandem, and Kurt had a bottle of Heineken or something, which normally he eschews, you know, uh, uh, a nasty beer like that, you know, it has to be some, you know, fabulous uh, custom brew thing. And they got off the bike and boom, glass flying all over the place, liquid flying all over the place. And people were saying, Selby, don't look. (laughs) I was just like, what? (laughs) There were Kurt and Dode in the foyer. Uh, Thank God Todd wasn't there yet. Um, Yeah. And we were trying to pick up little teeny slivers of green glass. And, you know, Sayuri's children were, you know, playing under the piano. <laughs> like slivers of green glass. It was, I was just, like, mortified. And, well, actually it got worse and worse and worse on Monday. But it's okay. It ended up being fine. Uh, by the end of the week, I was like, damn, this thing really... It happened, and, and, and all of uh, the people that were there contributed, um, gave of themselves. It was, it was exactly what Todd wanted and envisioned, and we pulled it off. Um, it was divine. It was absolutely divine, except for the fact that the colonel 
never showed up as far as I can tell. We were waiting for him. The old number 69, um, you know, uh, it just the trains kept going by, and the colonel never stopped and, and visited us because it's been a long time since we've seen Colonel Angus on the Nottoway Plantation. <laughs> All right, that's all. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I all love right. all of you. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure to to spend a week, um, a wacky week, wacky week, and and I'd okay. do it again in heartbeat um, for two or three weeks. Chiggers, be gone. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a wonder. And and heat, you know, swollen ankles. I don't know who else besides me, Jesse Grass. Um, I had him. Everybody did you? Had him. Oh my God, edema. Look it up. I'm like, what? <laughs> there was some. There was some weird stuff that was hard to deal with, and I tended to run from um, the shade. Um, to my room, which was set at about 65 degrees. <laughs> well, you know, actually, once the sun went, not even all the way down, but say 5 or 6 o'clock in the evening, it every night turned off beautiful, and there were stars, and, of course, that super moon yep. was, um, coming up Saturday night, late, Sunday morning, whatever. Um, it was It was most pleasant if we could have just had it dark the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> like a total solar eclipse for a week oh. or so. <laughs> yeah, but it was now. it was it was super nice every night, and um, you know, yeah, you had to deal with the heat and the humidity during the day and the frizzy hair or the flat hair, whichever yours did. But um, oh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm so glad I went. Can I just say something briefly here on Rungren Radio? Um, I posted it uh, quietly elsewhere today, uh, but I was contacted um, by Jen that um, the fitness room, um, business center, if you will, because there was a computer and a printer, uh, there was also a pool table. Um, The fairies were in there doing their thing. That big screen TV was stolen. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's all. I figure we got a pretty good um, a group of people here who could say, you know, I was in there on Friday afternoon, and it was gone then uh, because um, Jen is under the impression that it was it went missing Saturday night, which seems obvious, you know, like lots of people, I don't know, that we didn't know, whatever. But it actually went missing sometime Friday. And if we can get any information on that, I'm, i got to check with Michelle. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't show up on, like, a security deposit <laughs> as a big ding or something like that. But, yeah, that nice um That's no good. Well, well I know could have been other people. TV went. It took yeah, a walk, if you will, up. on Friday at some point in time. Hopefully it wasn't that's horrible. Them. I think that's just absolutely horrible. Right, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much like 102 percent sure it wasn't one of us that did that. So I don't, you know, I don't want this to reflect poorly on our group. Uh, so anything that we can do to help solve the mystery, um, you know, would be in our own best interest, certainly. All right. Well, thanks for the tip. We'll try to see if we can figure it out. If anybody is listening, did it. 
fess up, you will be forgiven. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Turn it back no, in. Not I'm what I said. No. <laughs> Give us back the 54-inch uh, screen television that you put in your luggage and carried on. Um, oh, it was that big? Well, it was huge. It was one of those big LED or whatever you call those kind of TVs that's mounted on the wall. Didn't you go in there? The fairies were doing it. Oh, I didn't even know about that room until I was in the car. Okay. It could have been a a huge, you know. It was going to be busy. I mean, there's no telling who it was. But if any of our I know, I know, I know. Uh, I rate iguana fans. Who knows? You know, we don't want to be casting aspersions anywhere. Dispersions? Pippi, help me on that. Aspersions, dispersions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, well, it uh, may have been, you know, during the concert. Of course, no one, no, no one. No, would... it was already gone by then, Mel. Uh, oh. That's what uh, they were originally thinking. It was Saturday night, but I have um, good um, information that it was missing actually f- before Friday night. So that's why we're looking for a little more uh, information. If anybody was having their hair done, don't. <laughs> Probably, yeah, in their RV, you know, they got, you know, they're traveling. No, 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 I love Doge. Don't. I said ghost. Ghost, not Doge. Oh, ghost. I thought you said don't. (laughs) Let's let's not talk about that's negative. Let's move on. We only got 11 minutes. Okay, go. All right, so you got anything else? Um, No, just love y'all. The people that weren't there, I love you too, and I wish you were there because that was a, a hell of a fun time. A lot of good times. All right, CLB. No, nice hella day. good time. Hella good time. That's Hella, hella good. good time. All right, cool. Okay. Very good. Love y'all. Night-night, peace, peace out. CLB, CLB, of course, it goes out saying always fun to be around. Her husband, always a pleasure, always in a good mood, always funny, always being helpful. Soupy Sales is the name I give him. But you can call him Kurt Bayline if you prefer, or Mr. CLB. All right, Cruiser Mail. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. I think she I had something I want to say, but I think we got another call. We might have to just take. Oh, it's Pippi, I think. Well, let me just check my cell phone see if it's her or not. Oh, well, things are moving around. Uh, <laughs> are you hallucinating or something? No, I uh, just you know when she when uh, CLB hung up, things moved. Yeah, this is Pip, so let's get Pip on here, and then we'll continue. We got ten minutes here. Pippi from Texas, what's up? We're waiting for Todd to come tomorrow. Very exciting stuff here. All right, Austin. Keep it weird. Yeah, he's playing in a new venue called the Belmont. It's very hip. I'm hoping that a lot of hipsters will come. Cool. Hipsters and tipsters. Hipsters and tipsters. <laughs> Place will be chock full of us. Hey, how did your um, writing circle go? Oh, it was cute. It was a small group of awesome women, and we have a little assignment. Uh, we've given ourselves, and we are going to um, post it on the Toddstock 2 Facebook page. <clears throat> well, good. I'm sorry that I missed it. I totally forgot. I saw it on the board, and then it just, by then I had killed yet another brain cell, and it just didn't didn't get recorded. You know what? If I wanted you to make it, I would have had it at 11.30 p.m., not 11.30 a.m. Well, I know you. <laughs> you funny lady. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um, I wanted to say one quick thing, and I mean it. Uh, I just went out to dinner with my mother and my sister and showed them the wonderful picture that Jim took and was trying to 
I played them a little video of Todd singing Fade Away with us, which just, I had a mask on and I cried so hard I soaked my mask, my superhero mask. I had to take it off. It's a first world problem, I know, but um, I told my mother and my sister that, that I thought that this event, the only thing that did not make it as good as Hawaii was that it wasn't in Hawaii. That's it. That's how I felt. Yeah, well, that's um, that's a good way of putting it. Kind of hard to argue with it when you look at it from that perspective. I mean, the only complaints really were heat, bugs, and having to go to Best Western. And that's you take it to Hawaii, you don't have those problems. So, I mean, the, the, to me, the whole thing is if you put it doesn't matter where you are. If you put 150 plus hardcore Todd fans together, especially ones that have known each other for years, decades, in some cases. It's going to be a blast. I mean, that's why Akron works, and that's why a lot of other concert places work. You know, Kent Stage this year for those people in Ohio, Park West for people in Chicago. This is just an extended version of that, and Todd's there, which is a big bonus, of course, with family. I mean, you just can't beat it. But, you know, was it like Todd Stock 1? No, it wasn't supposed to be. Um, could it be in a better place? Sure, it probably could. But that doesn't change the fact that there was a kick-ass week and everybody had a blast. I mean, it doesn't change things. You just the only reason to talk about that kind of stuff is you're looking for the next one. You know, how, what would we do different? And we look at that for what Rungan Radio does. Everybody does. But it was um, how how can you go wrong? I mean, it's just a great group of people having a great time. It's a party. I love I loved not having to get on an airplane to go. I kind of wish that yeah. you know everybody had one of these events in their quadrant of the country so that they, mm-hmm. well, not just their quadrant of the country, but we had so many Scottish people there. We had, uh, you know, some Canadians. We had people from all over the place. I think that's what impresses people from outside the most is that we have Japanese people oh, yeah. and Germans and, and the, country, the country Worldwide. of Africa. Yeah, I mean, the people come from all over the country and, and just the passion that they have and it, it's um, you just can't. It's just a good time. I mean, you just can't. You know, it's a great week of partying, really, at the end of the day. And uh, hope they do it again. And in, and in, in, um, when Todd turns seventy. Yeah, he said Hawaii, right? That's, That's what, what he said. Hearing. I'd love to go back, but I tell you what. What uh, I was, you know, of course, I'm always thinking about, you know, okay, what what uh, what I like, what I don't like, what could be different, what what should say the same kind of stuff. And I, I got to say that the week made me start thinking again about this cruise idea. I'm not sure who came up with it. I'm sure a bunch of people take credit for it. It wasn't me. But um, I think it'd work. I think a Todd cruise deal, you know, short one, Thursday through Sunday kind of deal maybe, um, do the concert outside on a beach somewhere or something maybe, uh, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I would do that. I would totally do that. I think that'd be great. Yeah, but um, no, I'd be all over it if we could make it happen. Yeah, yeah. But your tent was cool. My tent. Uh, oh, Pippi's tent was wonderful. You you got your picture taken in your hammock, just like mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. You had all yeah. your cute little Pippi things, little cowboy boots out front and everything. You know, yeah. the whole tent. City to me was really fun, um, and it was much easier. I thought it was much quieter actually than it was in Hawaii. That there's more space for our tents. We weren't crowded in there as much. We actually had a little real estate, so that was really nice. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have much else to say. I was very sick today, and I'm still feeling under the weather. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm just enjoying 
really being able to lay around and, and reflect on it. Um, but it was fun to meet all the people I hadn't met before, and, you know, it was just great. It's just, ah, oh, it's a super yeah. fun event. Hard to make a transition back into real life, no matter how much you like your real life. <laughs> it's true. Well, and I totally forgot about that. I'm glad you brought it up. The the meeting new people thing to me was really cool because it was like Todd Stock One. Um, even though there was tons of people there that I knew, there were a lot of people I didn't know, and all of them were very pleasant to meet. And you know, they'll they'll I guess for lack of a better term, you know, they'll come into the fold, meaning that they'll be at other things and start being more active um, now that they know people. Just like Todd Stock One, the same thing happened. And, um, you know, they've been hardcore longtime fans, some of them newer fans, whatever, but they're just new to the community in the sense they haven't come to these kind of events. And so uh, it's great to have new blood, if you will, new people doing that. And um, I really enjoyed meeting those people a lot, the ones that I did. If I didn't get to meet you, I'm sorry. But uh, I think I've pretty much made my rounds pretty well. The problem is you always think there's going to be more time. You know, like yeah. I had this idea that I was going to do a photo essay of everybody's bug bites. And, you know, I just thought I had all the time in the world to do that. And then today I noticed on the, the Facebook page that somebody took a picture of their leg and then they, they did some, like, photo tricks to it. They made it look like a like a kaleidoscope, which was hilarious in itself. And then they made it look like infrared. It was ridiculous and awful. But I'm glad somebody was taking pictures of their bites because I would have liked to have just had a portrait, you know, a portrait page of everybody's disgusting, hideous, scratched-up legs. I see Kurtz again. Well, Nora was the one who did that funny, that funny uh, thing, that photo. But uh... I don't feel like throwing up at yoga. I usually feel pretty peaceful. But I was right in the middle of some, you know, tabata yana na na whatever they call. It. I can't remember the words, but I'm in some pose and I look over and there's Kurt's leg looking like some some. Wes Craven film, all scratched up and disgusting. <laughs> he was a trooper, but it was gross. Kurt looked like he had on maroon socks. It was just horrible. He yeah. reminded me of one of those cat scratch posts, like those posts that are all scratched. Like that cat. <laughs> That's what he reminded me of. It was disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. It was disgusting. <laughs> Well, apparently he must taste really sweet because the bugs loved him. Did, I'm yeah, I love him, too, so there you have it. I love him, too. Very cool. All right, Pip, have fun at the Austin show. I will. I will represent for this entire crowd, which is a lot to put on me, but I'll take it on because that's the kind of girl I am. I love you guys. I'll see you soon, I hope. All right. You will. Yep. All right. Well, you know, there's, other pe- there's other people in Austin that, are, that were at Toddstock, of course, that will be at that gig, I'm sure. Um, and and I'd love to get more info and ask Pippi questions if she called in earlier, but I got one other caller. We only got two minutes, so let's see if we can get something out of them. Two oh three, you're with us. Hi, it's Lois. I just wanted to comment on how incredibly um, accessible Todd made himself to people. Um, I know a lot of people are going to wonder how accessible was he compared to at various camps, you know, the first Todd stuff. What I noticed was that if you made it happen, he was there for you. So one one day I witnessed as the guy who called himself the president of Bonnaroo or whatever um, performed for him and at his campsite and made his pitch for Todd to play Bonnaroo next year or some year. 
And Todd was there, and then all of a sudden this other guy says, so Todd, do you think we could do this interview now when I teach you how to fish? And Todd says, well, I'm supposed to be officiating volleyball, but I guess we can do it. So Todd follows them over to the levee where the guy puts a fishing rod in his hand, and they were about to make a mini documentary. So one of the guys was going to do the interview, and the other guy had the camera, and there was nobody there. But it was hot as hell. And poor Todd is standing there sweating, casting, you know, trying to catch a fish, apparently. And meanwhile, this guy's interviewing him. He had patience of a saint. He was there for 20 minutes in the blazing hot sunshine, weeding. And then when it was finally over, because he was being, you know, cued the entire time what they wanted him to do on this video, in the end they told him to say, oh, well, I guess we couldn't catch anything, and then they all marched off into the sunset, whatever. And then within five minutes, Todd's sitting up there officiating a volleyball. So, I mean, if you wanted to make something happen with Todd, he was right there for you for any media, I guess. Man, is amazing. <laughs> And that's all. How about it? He's very accessible. And your phone, I'm going to have to mute you because your phone. There is something freaky going on there. you got to listen to archives, Lois. Cause you, Lois, that was hysterical. You sounded like a ghost. And you got two numbers showing up. The same number shows up twice. So it has something to do with maybe you called in on two phones or something. But anyway, we can understand you. And you're right, Todd was very um, uh, accessible. Very accommodating. Oh, you love, of course. And even though he was all week. People still wanted to go to Jim's deal and get photos on the last day, and Todd was very patient and gracious. And I mean, it's, you know, several hours he sat there and talked to people and signed stuff and took pictures. But you know, no question about it, that was a good uh, a good part of it and very very special, of course. But anyway, we're out of time, cruiser man. I mean, there's so much more we could have talked about. I think though, I do want to mention for the people in the archives, people, if you weren't there, you know, I don't think people are trying to rub it in. As a matter of fact. If you look at some of the stuff we talked about, you can, in a sense, be a part of it. You're going to see it on video. Um, there's some things that you just had to be there. But a lot of this stuff, you know, you'll get to see. You'll see on video. Uh, for the example, AWOT's premiere, you know, AWOT's, the, the movie's coming out. You know, Laura Dem's video is really special, and it's she's going to probably put it on YouTube or somewhere. Um, you know, a lot oh, of that kind of stuff you're going to get to see, so don't feel too bad. And keep in mind, there's always something else, including a good weekend run. Three parties in a row kind of deal. Uh, MaestroTodd.com, of course. But, you know, besides Akron, even though there will be another Todd stock maybe in five years, there's just a lot of stuff going on in the Todd community, and you can be a part of it. And so if you missed this, um, as Todd said, the people that were there represented you well. Hey, and, there's uh, a, hey, another meeting, um, an official meeting, is Todd Fest West on July 13th. Right, yeah. Right. See, there's always yeah. something going on. Always something going on. So um, don't feel too bad. You know, it would have been great if you could have been there and you would have liked it, but it's not the end of the world because there are other stuff. There will be other stuff in the future. Um, and that's all I got, Cruiser Mel. I mean, I really we got plenty we could still talk about, but as we expected, we ran out of time. That's all I got. All right. Peace out, everybody. Oh, good night. Hi everybody, this is Todd Rundgren and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the friend of the crown, my friend. Well, thank you so much for your support.